My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And it's that time again, the time that y'all can't seem to get enough of. <laughs> it's it's uh, what happens about every five to six weeks or so where we just talk about all the stuff we've watched since the last time we watched where we watched it and if we liked it. It's a, it's a simple concept of uh, what we're watching. Uh, yeah, and that's uh, that's what we're going to do. So this will be the November edition of what we're watching. And as always, we have no idea who's going first. So we will now pull out the Oracle of All-Knowing. Um, Siri, good old Siri. Good old Siri. Hey, Siri, give me a number between one and four. The answer is four. Okay, oh, Sky. Sky. Give me a number between one and four. The answer is four. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sky twice. twice. I get to go twice. <laughs> Give me a number. Stop it. Give me a number between one and four. It's four. Oh my gosh. What's happening? <laughs> it's just maybe one, maybe show just try one and Give three. Give me a number one between and one and three. It's one. Okay. okay. Sky Amanda. Amanda. Okay. Give me a number between two, two and, and three. three. <laughs> it's three. Okay. 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 Sky, Sky Amanda, Amanda. Natal- Natalia, Jesse. Okay. Got it. Okay. okay. All right. Man, Siri. We need like a, a so much, dice. You're usually so much better than this. We do need a dice. <laughs> it usually like almost seems like it keeps track of it if you do it like repetitively, but mm. mm-hmm. the first time it's done that. It did it this time. Weird. All right, take it away, Scott. What is so that? yeah, I guess I get to go first a few times over. Huh? Yeah, you get yeah. to like collect Just, everything like, all, first. All you, all you. <laughs> I actually, I've been, I've been in a watching mood, so I have been watching a fair more things. To kick off, I guess the thing that I randomly picked up yesterday, I've only watched one episode of C drama called Wisher. Mm. Uh, it is on IGE. It. It's obvious that it's supposed to be set in the future, but not like too too far to where the cell phone light on stuff. Sorry. Oh, what is light on? They have like a light on series that's supposed to be like all their like thriller um stuff. It really might be as far as how far in the future it to where you know the cell phones are like clear and then when some like that level of future really not future light future esque, but. It all just centers around, there's an app that randomly has downloaded on a lot of people's phones where you can wish for things, but then you have to go do a task. That sounds really foreboding, but the task is not like anything bad or questionable. It's logical uh, as far as what we've seen in episode one. There's like a reporter. I mean, there's things. It's obvious that it's supposed to become more of a thriller thing eventually. Mm -hmm. I mean, from episode one, it's hard to tell, and I can't tell certain things, but it definitely involves a couple of college kids. The setting's really interesting. Uh, a lot of CGI just to show the fake city. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the level of CGI. I thought it was pretty. A lot of neon. So, there was a horse. <laughs> Ooh! Oh, hey. Well, the horse. Alright, now we're talking. <laughs> well, the horse... Like is a thing, like 
from this kid's past and he needs to find a new owner and that becomes his wish. I mean, it, so the horse is like a issue kind of, um, yeah. Genetically altered pigs. I mean, there's, okay. There are things. I do think it's going to be more of a thriller as time goes on because of certain things that happen. So I like it. If I'm in the mood for it, I'll probably keep watching it. I I think I watched one more episode of Taxi Driver. I can't believe I'm not done with that yet. So like I'm oh. gonna be finishing that soon. <laughs> I think I just got distracted. Hi. <laughs> I know, I know. So I will be finishing Taxi Driver soon. I'm working on it. Yumi sells. It might be a drop for me. I watched a fair bit of it. Well, I'm probably like halfway through. I think I got distracted, but the animation was really cute. Yeah. I'm more invested in the animated parts than I am in the real life parts. Like, yeah, I'm more I'm more interested in the characters <laughs> of the cells, like in their interactions, yeah, like, than I am everything. Else. Yeah, then it's just like I, to be honest, I find like the 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 romance kind of depressing. Yep, like it's it's like a little too real, but but for not me. yeah, and, <laughs> like and not in, not in a melodramatic. No, just in a sense. wow, this is real people. Being kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of depressing. Like, <laughs> ooh, ooh, this is, like, I do not watch shows for this level of not being transported to a new world. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, the animation's real cute. Did you guys see that they were on um, season two? They're, they're advertising condoms. Yes, like, you oh, yeah. the naughty <laughs> With the naughty. It was, was so funny. funny. During yeah. like the Halloween stuff, one of the members of the boys dressed up as like the hungry cell and no one could figure out what he was. <laughs> like, I don't know what this outfit is. And I'm like, it's one of, it's one of the cells. Like <laughs> literally in it. <laughs> like he's in like the blue jumps and the, the fun bag thing of about, chips. I don't know what you want here. And the fun thing about the hungry cell is the more hungry he becomes, the bigger, the bigger he, gets. he gets. Yeah. <laughs> so then he becomes like you know, King Kong level of destructive when he's really hungry. And I, I've seen some clips of like the voice actors. They were recently on a radio show together for an interview. And so they were doing their voices. And like one of them is also the narrator voice. So the way he was able to switch his voice really mm. quick, it was, just, and it was cool seeing them interact. I always get a kick out of watching voice actors interact in person. Mm. So I guess this I is- love UB cells, but I really like the cells part. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like this isn't to say that like like the live action actors aren't doing a good job like they are i'm just not in the vibe you know yeah. like the vibe is just like it's it, it, it's very singularly all we have is the romance that that is the only story that is occurring whereas in like the cellular world they got all sorts of shit going yeah. on like they're doing all sorts <laughs> of wild stuff there's like a bad type of cell that's like a villain and there's just all these other things going on that's just more interesting um i watched i binged the mini series the great shaman god yeah. oh i liked it so much i loved it <laughs> so that's, much that's on my weekend uh plans is to finally binge that and i'm glad i i'm glad i waited to binge it because i'm pretty sure i would have been really frustrated like i like purposely was like no i'm waiting until it is done and then do a straight binge like one half an Mm. hour episode a week i can't do that i know i literally watched the entire thing in one sitting so there was no Mm. way that i was going to last 
every week. No. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. It, it was really charming. And I liked the way they had, you know, those types of shows, they have their own kind of like how shows with fantasy or magic have their own rules. Mm-hmm. The type, you know, shaman mm-hmm. type supernatural shows, they kind of have their own sets of rules or sets of describing things too. So I liked the way they did all that and showed it. I thought the effects were cool. Hmm. The fighting was good. I mean, like yeah. I thought it was all great. And, and the acting across the board was really good. I really enjoyed it. And I yeah. think I think it's a great one for people who don't know if they even maybe like that genre very much. Like that's a good mm. one to dip your toes in out. to see mm. if yeah. that would be something you'd be interested in. I thought it was kind like, of, kind of like um, Let's Fight Ghosts in a way, except mm. like it's obviously geared towards high school students like the the major plot points in the show are geared towards those high school students and what happens in high school like so you get that kind of it's a little bit younger but it doesn't like mess up your viewing or anything that way right and then that said they're very real difficult issues they talk about like Mm -hmm the struggles of grades and the link to suicide and yes that became like a supernatural tie but we know that that's a real thing then the way they would discuss it was appropriately reverent and stuff like everything was handled very well it didn't make it weird I mean I really like the supernatural aspects I but the message I did think they did a really good job with so I do think it was for high school students essentially but it you know every, you could still enjoy any oh, age yeah, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely yeah. watch it you just like get you're like oh that's who really needs to be listening to these things you know you're like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i get what they were doing and i i i'm a for it like yeah. it was like ah oh, i like that what they're doing here it's it's a good thing i also randomly binged the novelist I don't know why. I don't know why you did either. (laughs) Well, I was was curious about the plot. I know that seems silly, but like... (laughs) Sorry, it's just just giving kind of like, I watched the porn for the plot. Like, you know, like, I know it's not porn. No, that's not exactly. It's not exactly. I know, I know. That's my brain, where my brain went, because... so so the reason they're laughing is because the novelist is also like was the story was it just a novel before the pornographer was the original like title of the story that's like the direct translation of and and that's very much the novelist he writes porn novels i mean same Mm -hmm. same but the relationship they have as far as someone that's very lonely and someone Mm -hmm realizing that that other person is very lonely mm-hmm. and seeing them as a charming person like I liked those aspects of it I thought it was very human so yeah it, it's actually like not a bad show like it's no it's a really interesting show it's just when you told me that you watched it I was like what <laughs> really because it looks <laughs> uh but it, Japanese- it actually is a pretty good it's very adult so it's Japanese no 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 kiddos. Is it on Vicky? Yeah. No kiddos. Vicky? Yeah, it's on yes. going to be Vicky? Okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been on Vicky for, for a little Maybe. while. There might be a movie or something that Vicky's touting in the coming soon. Maybe that's what mm. I saw. Because there is like, there is a prequel to the that. show. So, really? Yeah, I forget what it's called, but it's about like the 
the agent guy, like his agent. Oh, yeah. And him before before the events of the novelist. So along with the gods, those are two movies that I've wanted to watch for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. and I've just never hunted them down. Um, so they both there are two movies. One is called Along with the Gods, Two Worlds. The second one is called Along with the Gods, Last 49 Days. They both exist on Vudu with ads for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one I think is on uh, YouTube for free. Oh, really? It, 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 it used to be sure on Canadian is. Netflix, but I don't think it is anymore. It isn't Might anymore. I was mad. Oh, no. They're, they're to coming to, to uh, Vicky soon. Anyway, <laughs> I think so, Vicky's uh, going to be the like most expensive <laughs> spot for them then <laughs> uh, so along with the second one is on hulu at the moment at least for usa so that's where that's where i saw that and i was like well i have to watch the first one first i really really enjoyed them they were not quite what i thought they were going to be i guess i thought there was going to be a much larger cast of characters like cast of main characters but there weren't there you know they're essentially the person going through afterlife so seven levels of hell and each time you have a different judgment essentially mm-hmm. and all the hells look very different so it was just really cool i really appreciated all the effects i thought it was cool like that one hell was cold you know yeah. one mm-hmm. was more water-based with creepy fish you know it was just the imagination that went into them and it made me curious because when they kick off the movie they talk about how the whole soul going through those levels of hell in 49 days was like a buddhist thing yeah I thought it was really cool the way they pictured all that. And it's, it was just very different for me. Uh, yeah. And I, the way all the different, uh, essentially gods that would sit in judgment over, you know, they would all look very different and have different personalities and stuff. And one was like a little girl. So that was pretty cool. And one was a very stereotypical, like, uner- you know, unearthly looking God type figure, but one was like really pretty, you know, it was just very, it would depend on the type of hell you're talking about. Like one of them was to judge lazy people if they didn't do enough in their life or things like that. And so then the person that would be in judgment would kind of characterize diligence in some way and mm. the way they would craft that character I thought was really neat. Um, so in the first movie, it centers around a firefighter and essentially his brother. And then the second movie is the brother is mm. what everything centers around. And then I finally figured out why on earth they haven't been able to film the third because they've been waiting on Dio. Well, because he's in the other two movies, but it's because it's going to center around his character. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be in like every part of it. But I liked how they connected all the main characters like that too. In the second movie, they give all the backstory of the Guardians, which I really, really liked. So essentially that all became, you get some historical because mm. it's been forever since those people were people. And I won't give away any of that, but I really just enjoyed all those things. Great acting. Love it. Recommend it. On Halloween, I ended up binging What We Do in the Shadows. Because that's so not Asian. <laughs> really fun, though. I really recommend it. It's essentially The Office with vampires. <laughs> okay. It is literally they have a documentary crew they talk to the camera was it on hulu yes yeah i really really enjoy it uh there's three seasons i i'm sure there's gonna be a fourth one based on how season three ended 
yeah, it's great. It's pretty much centers around three-ish main vampires. There's a fourth who he's an energy vampire and he dresses like a very normal human. And then pretty much their human familiar who's a very nice fluff ball of a person. Uh, and he just, the whole reason he's been with them for 10 years is because they promised to make a vampire and they haven't yet. And he's like, really, uh, classic caper. He's such a nice person and he just wants to be a vampire and they keep putting it off and it frustrates him so much. <laughs> you get visiting vampires and all this stuff. There was one episode, there was a vampire council and there were so many cameos from famous people that I just was rolling like and they weren't playing characters they were playing themselves because <laughs> you know all of a sudden Tilda Swinton is there in vampire garb and I'm like oh I wonder what they're gonna say her name is no they introduced her as Tilda <laughs> listen listen if there was one person on this earth that I would 100% believe was a vampire right it's Tilda Swinton like, if she told exactly. me I'm like yeah I'm a vampire I'd be like you know what that seems fair well that's I, yeah every every single other cameo like and they had like Wesley Snipes through Zoom, like it was hilarious. And the whole time it was cutting out. I mean, the way they is <laughs> great. So I really, really recommend it. Not for kids. I will say that. Uh, I also picked up um, a web drama called Your Playlist because Yoon Sanha is in it from Astro. Uh, only the first two episodes at, on Vicky when I was watching it were subbed. Super short, of course pretty cringy because whenever you know so I'm watching it for Yun Senha and his character whenever he got introduced he he's an idol he hops out of his company van and evidently his idol name is Big Daddy which is just really cringy (laughs) (laughs) and his character is super cringy too as far as like just the stuck-up idol type who is totally oblivious to reality so yeah good time I guess yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been... Oh, I did want to mention, I think I might have forgot this last time. I like spy movies and shows. I think I have a really bad track record of finding... Because I think I pick up the ones that are too comedic because I want a little bit of comedy. Anyway, I say all that to say I watched the movie Miss Danger because I saw it on Vicky a few weeks back. Chinese, it looked like this awesome powerhouse of a spy movie with like an all women, like all women spies. Mm. It was really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I would not, I mean, now if you want to like grab an alcoholic beverage and watch it for funnies, go for it. But Uh, one of those, one of those, mm. I understand. (laughs) But I really thought it was going to be like they they are a team at the start and I thought that was going to be pretty much the whole thing because it was like oh and it was very you know like how in anime you have all the fan shots of women's bodies yeah mm-hmm. very similar thought in this oh. movie and you know mm-hmm. male gaze of the camera a lot oh. Oh. Uh, but also <laughs> plus the level of like you know, the fan blowing on the hair thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing is, it's like that can, if it's done like satirically to sort of satirize the male gaze, that can be so effectively right. funny. But when it's just like, we're going to blow this skirt around so you can see these <laughs> panties, then you're just like, oh. 
Yeah, like in the Charlie's Angels movies where, like, you know, the girls are, like, walking, you know, but it's very obviously, Mm -hmm. like, we are using our sex appeal now, right? And you're like, okay. okay, Well, and so, so, like, I was fine with it at the beginning, you know, that, because that was an aspect of the way the team was functioning, they were trying to use their sex appeal in order to seduce people to do certain things. So, like, I get it, kind of, but the way it was filmed was very, like, and it wasn't supposed Mm -hmm. to be satirical. And as it went on, it was just extremely depressing and it ended up being not a team thing. It was just centered around one of them, really. Yeah. It was not a pleasurable time. <laughs> I really <laughs> don't recommend this movie. I say all that to say, if you happen to know of any awesome spy stuff, let me know because... <laughs> She's desperate. Or even, because I feel like I've even seen at least a part of that new Mission Possible movie. Mm-hmm. It was way... I'm saying this. It was way too comical. Like, mm-hmm. I'm you fine with the balance. Yeah, I'm fine with a lot of comedy, but I yeah. gotta have spies that actually know what they're doing. If you have any great spy stuff, and I will say, I haven't watched. Like, isn't there, isn't there a spy one that like Top is in? Oh, he's in Iris. Um, Iris. Like, I haven't watched Iris, Iris yeah. yet. So, like, I admit that. So I probably need to pick that up sometime. I think I've only watched like one episode of that and it's like been a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a while, while. <laughs> I watched a few. I think I made it through three or four episodes and then it was just darker than what I was interested in. And I was also bored, but I felt bad because I kept pushing through for top, but because he's good in it. He's fun. But like, you know. You can yeah, only do so. Like, you can only eh, do so. This much. is not me. What about you like know? the? Is the K two a spy thing? Yeah, the K two is a spy, sort of a spy thing. I haven't watched that one yet. It's, so. it's less. It's less a spy thing, and it's more like ex spy now a bodyguard. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's. I just always get really disappointed when I see one that I think will have an okay balance of comedy and spy stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it ends up just being like, wow, these are really crappy spies. Like, mm. they would yeah. be dead. They would be very dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I'd be fine with if there's a team of spies and one of them's funny, fine. You know, like, yeah. I can the comic relief spy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be dead, but you kind of look the other way all the time. And you just or they're the, like, the office spy, right? Like, they're the, the spy that hangs out in the office so they can be comedic because because they're, they're not in the field or anything yeah like yeah right. so if you want to watch miss danger know that it's a crummy movie but by all means Damn. you can watch it all you want <laughs> oh i also watched can't believe i forgot this i was i watched it's another mini series hang p-e-n-g is how it's spelled mm-hmm. uh it's a vicky original it is not quite over there. Two episodes left, I think. Um, I binged it to episode eight. It's essentially a reverse harem situation. Okay. She's 30. She's a working lady. It's okay. It's short. She's divorced. And that's that's kind of... She came back to the... She went to the States with her husband. She just came back a few months back. But then her ex-husband shows up. So there's essentially four guys that are interested in her, which it's all incredibly unrealistic. And because you know how it is, like 
that just happens to people. It's just a thing. <laughs> always like tons of people just after you, you know. That's what I hear is that, you know, being a, like a middle-aged divorce woman is just prime just, dating material. Well, and she's not, and she, and she's not quite middle-aged. So okay. it's like, she's just 30. Oh, mm-hmm. which I mean. Okay. Which then, which then gives the male coworkers who aren't interested in her opinions on she needs to get married this year, right? Yada, yada. so she of has course. to deal with all that stuff. <laughs> Everyone's rolling Jesus their eyes. Christ. <laughs> of course. Yes, if she doesn't get like, she'll expire suddenly. Like that's just what happens at like thirty-one. Suddenly, yeah, you, you hear just about that all the time. Up into an old crone, like. like so then, yay. She, you know, it's like she goes her two best gal friends take her to the, a club and she meets this handsome guy hangs out with him later on figures out he's 19 oh awkward <laughs> <laughs> so accidental so cougarage <laughs> right so and then there's a I mean, you want to take a guess? Do you think that one of the characters is probably a CEO? Because they're probably CEO. (laughs) For sure. If you have, like, a young, like, male lead, and there's got to be, like, the successful CEO. Yeah. So there's, like, a, what should I pick? (laughs) So so you have the ex-husband. You have the supportive best friend. Uh, Oh, a classic. But he's sure pulling the whole, like, but I was there for you and now I like you. Yeah. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> Nobody uh. cares. <laughs> like, I'm so tired of trying to pretend to be sympathetic to these clowns yeah, of right? a character. So, like. then, so then you have the young 19-year-old and then you have this CEO guy. <laughs> anyway, like, the, re- the reason I picked it up is it was obvious that her being a little older rather than mm-hmm. like, you know, 21 dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Not that 30 is old, because it's not. It's super young. <laughs> really not old people. No. Uh, so ay, ay, ay. I appreciate how they do bring that up, though, the fact that she has to deal. And even she, she doesn't always bring up that she's divorced because that is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And anyway, th- there was even, you know, the ex-mother-in-law coming and trying to do oh, classic shenanigans. You know, just the typical it's it Listen. it's all the all the typical things you could probably write it honestly <laughs> at this point at this point episode eight i'm like she's just not gonna end up with any of them there's literally no way that she... the vibes as of episode eight i i can't see her ending up with anybody which would be great at this point so if she ends up with someone i'm gonna probably be really put out but whatever she needs mm. to just go hang out with the two girlfriends and just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Probably don't yeah, need a 19 year old. No, yeah, you're stupid man. and we don't respect them. <laughs> Get out of here. So, I mean, I it is good acting and stuff. So, as far as those silly reverse harem, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm enjoying it for what it is. But so that's all for reals this time. It's me next, right? Yep. Yes. It's hard to remember. That was so long ago. Really. <laughs> uh, um, Okay, I finally finished The Rational Life, um, Mm -hmm, C-drama on Netflix. I've been chugging away at it, which makes it sound like it was boring, and it wasn't. It was just that it was... Sometimes you're not vibing, man. Sometimes you're not vibing, and it's fine. Exactly. So I sort of hit my my moment, and I just 
plowed through it and enjoyed all of it. Um, it's just very good, very enjoyable. Um, I mean, super Nuna romance. She's like 12 years older than this guy. There's a great moment where like his mom and her mom unknowingly become friends and they're like going, I have a single son. I have a single daughter. Oh, what year are they? You're the tiger. Mine too. Perfect. Oh, okay. We'll set them up. And then like, and then the, the older mom's like, she's going, yeah, because I mean, we really have to get them on this because they don't have much time, you know, whatever. Cause like, she's so the younger mom's like, what? Whatever. And yeah. And the younger mom's like, I mean, he's got lots of time. I had him late in life. And she's like, hang on. Cause there's an age difference between the two moms already. And the mom's like, what do you mean you had him late in your life? And she's like, oh, he's like 24. And she's like, what? A it's a cute show. It's daughter a cute can't show. marry a 24 year old. Unbeknownst to her, the two of them have <laughs> at this point started flirting with each other. He's been in love with her for a while, but it's really nice. It's a very nice office story. Mm. And that's the main focus, right? Is her career. Like you start off with her career and how it gets tanked by Men. men in the office being men, men. it's always and, men and then you get he's helps her in the office and then he comes to work for her and then you know he's this good sidekick kid helper and you know and she really respects him as an employee and a friend and they grow a really strong friendship and then he starts to be like i'm into her and he basically like they're never working together and dating like there's a little Mm. bit of like but he's already reached a point where he's like no like this was good it was good for me to have but like it's time for me to move on in my life with my actual life goals and job goals and stuff so there's never that like power imbalance thing really of like her being the boss and stuff and they just keep dealing with the the whole work thing. So like he leaves, but like she's still at work and she's still trying to make work work. And like, you know, dealing, she's still dealing with these two douchebags who like tanked her career in the beginning of it and continue to try and tank her career. And apparently like don't care that, when they're doing this, they're actually hurting the company. Like they, it's like, no, please stop. Please just do your job. Just be professional. I hate men they, so much. It's so, <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so exhausting <laughs> because the show has like just these stereotypical just douchebag men, and then it has like sort of men that you don't see. Where you're, where it's yeah. like the show is kind of presenting. You know, men, you could instead be like this. <laughs> And like this is <laughs> this is you now. This is you now. Bitter and gross, and nobody likes you. But this is what you could be—just <laughs> like a cool, nice dude that women want to spend time with. <laughs> they, I don't at know. One point, <laughs> a new boss comes into the office, and he's very impressed by how competent she is, how great she is. I mean, and that's like the main story here. The men who are into her are into her because of how competent she is at her job and how great she is. So, and he's into her and he keeps, but he's clearly not the person for her. And she Mm -hmm. turns him down and she kind of turns him down again. And then she's cool about it. And then he's good. Like 
she's worried. She, and it's nice. Cause they show like, she's worried going back into work the next day. Like I turned him down. How's he going to take that? And he's just doing work. And she keeps waiting for the other shoe to fall. And he's like, you're good at your job. And he's I can like, take no, it like didn't a work human out. Like, this is, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay. Am I disappointed? Sure. Am I going to tank your career? Cause you didn't want to date me. No, because you're good at your job. And like, and that would and be you're like, insane. What? That would be yeah. insane, you see. Yeah. So, but it's so good and so enjoyable. My only real complaint is that it's such a slow burn and it's really great. And the two, the two together are great. The kissing is atrocious. It's absolutely <laughs> atrocious. And you just. <sighs> yikes he is working so hard Our was little, it like was it filmed, boy. was it filmed during the pandemic i i have no idea don't know Maybe. well i didn't know sometimes i, I wonder if that affects things honestly oh, that's why i but ask I, but i mean like you're still already up in each other's face they're doing the like big like finally they're gonna have this kiss and he like pushes her up against the wall and you think here we go and then it's pancake time and you're like what? <laughs> no. well i feel vaguely unfulfilled by this okay yeah so that was a little disappointing but overall the show was great and very, very enjoyable. And is it a C drama? Is that what it is? It it's is a C drama. Yeah. yeah, it's on Netflix, so you know, easily accessible. Also, Netflix. I started watching Pike's Spirit, uh, which is mm. a docu series about soju, basically, and and beer and Korean drinking culture so the first episode has um jay park and loco are, are on as guests and they're all having korean barbecue and i learned so much about korean barbecue and about soju and the way that soju is made and about just all kinds of stuff it was very educational but also fun to watch so um i found the second episode a little bit more boring but um i'm gonna you know keep it as something to pop on every once in a while and learn new things because i felt very educational that i will guy is say always, he's always so interesting like yeah. he's always so fun to watch yeah so i will say for the vegetarian vegan contingent um we're used to it we're there's used a to lot this. of real close-up <laughs> shots of like cooking meat. meat and stuff yeah. and you're like like it was a little rough on me and i was like i don't even feel like you know strongly about this but all right thanks I guess I mean it was very artistically done like it, it's very very artistically fancy the way they listen man stuff but I watched the entire series of Hannibal like <laughs> I, yeah. I can't be grossed out by anything <laughs> there you go True. so um I started watching Doom at Your Service finally which I was kind of plan to maybe watch it but uh sort of right around the same time and perhaps these things are all connected I don't know but who okay, knows? they started <laughs> recapping them and then like three different people on my timeline started watching it either for the first time or re-watching it so yeah I've um, seen a lot of people like talk mm -hmm. about it. I'm like wait a minute what 
Yeah, exactly. Didn't that like, end like a month okay. ago? What's going on? Yeah, it's been like, so a, like a decent amount of time since yeah. it ended that I'm like, huh, okay. It's weird yeah. you all like did this at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So then I thought, well, I guess maybe all these people listen to Kay and they're just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, maybe okay. it's time, you know? Sure. So uh, I like it. I enjoy them together. It's got some neat cinematography and things going on it's really two shows in one show because there are two distinctly different plots going on at one time and the two different plots don't interact except by the fact that characters know each other and you watched it airing right yeah i watched it while it was airing i had like a a group a group watch with a with some friends um i really enjoyed it as a binge i wonder like because it's it's just two distinctly different genres of show that are just coex it's like someone wanted to make two different shows but the production house was like you can only make one show so they were like well i'm gonna do both <laughs> and then did like, but it's not like it's not this? in like a bad way it's not in like a bad way it's just two very different things going on at once mm-hmm. I, lots of actors that i like in, in it too so you know it's fine I'm enjoying it. Started watching Motokare Mania or ex-boyfriend enthusiast or ex-enthusiast um, about a girl who's obsessed with the boy she dumped five years ago or whatever. Um, and she meets a guy who is obsessed with the girl he broke up with a couple of years ago. And this is unhealthy. Seems yeah. Unhealthy. And they, mm. and so they sort of form a like, relationship like I think they meet on a dating app and they kind of form a relationship to like get over their relationships kind of thing but like they're honest with each other about it and they just become friends who mm-hmm. try to help each other move forward in their life and then she gets a job working in this real estate office and one of the guys is away on a business trip or something I'm not sure what kind of business trip you do when you're in real estate but okay um, and because we're not talking like re you know, real estate speculation. It's like they sell houses. It's not, you know, but okay. He's gone for some reason. And when he comes back, it's the ex-boyfriend. And she has to work in the office with the ex-boyfriend. So, and it's, it's cute. It's, um, it's interesting because like, there's a bunch of different characters who have these ex exes in their past or who are currently in their lives in various ways Mm. and just the different way that those relationships affect your ability to move on in life, your ability to do things. Um, It's good. It's cute. It's kind of got a bit of a a Yumi sells sort of thing going on where the main characters have multiple versions of themselves having conversations with each other so like they're all in costumes and stuff and it's like this is the rational one and this is the sexy one and this is the you know so like sexy ones Mm -hmm. like just bang him and get it out of your system and like rational ones like that would be very awkward in the office later like you know like you know so it's it's very cute and you see it with her a bunch and then about episode three or something you see that he has that too where he has like his multiple selves Mm. having these conversations and like and they'll vote on like what the proper course of action is and then she'll (laughs) do like the opposite and they'll be like that is not what you were supposed to do and like you know sexy will be standing in the corner and be like 
just do what I want. Like, you know, whatever, so. At this point, it's like the vag wants what it wants. Yeah. It wants so, me. So it's cute. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I guess. Um, oh, I started rewatching King's Avatar again with my youngest kid because we're reading the book. And so he's like, he kind of watched it with me when I watched it before. But at that point, he couldn't read well enough to like read the subtitles. So I would have to like pause it and tell him what was going on through the whole thing. So it was like really kind of frustrating. And now he's like, he can read it so he can just keep up into it himself. So he's sort of we're reading the story. We're reading the book together. And he's like, I don't remember that part. I don't remember this. So we're watching. It's neat to see to be doing both at the same time and see where they made changes and, mm-hmm. and certain things and how some things make more sense in the show and some things make more sense in the book and whatnot. But we like it. We were going to watch the um, animated version because it was on Netflix, but it's not there anymore for us. So mm-hmm. we're like, okay, I guess we'll just watch the live action again. Wow. That's fast that it got pulled. Yeah. It's quick. Like, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I tried looking, it wasn't like, I couldn't find it in other places. I didn't find it on like, I, I, she or crunchy roll or anything like that. So, you know, hmm. I was like, eh, whatever, I guess it's gone for now. Um, and then I started watching a couple of different web dramas. Um, I'm watching, would you like a cup of coffee? How's, how's that one? So chill. So just like. It's like all the soft, slow, chill scenes from like the coffee shop bookstore in when the weather is fine without any of the like childhood trauma or like, (laughs) you know, like my mother is a murderer plot lines going on. Like, it's just very, very chill. It's just, it's about this kid who's studying for, I don't know, his civil service exams or entrance exams to college or something. And he's failed again. That's what it starts with. And right off the bat, you know, this child does not have that kind of childhood trauma because he's on the phone with his mother, who is incredibly supportive and is just like, that's all right. She'll get it next time. And he's like, mom, you should not be encouraging me. You should be telling me to go find a new career and like do something different with my life because I'm obviously an idiot. And she's like, no, baby, if this is what you want to do, you should just do it. And he's like, God, mom, why are you so supportive? (laughs) This isn't motivating at all. (laughs) So he goes to find a coffee shop where he can like have a coffee and, you know, spread out his books and study and whatever. Finds this little coffee shop corner hole in the wall place. Goes in. It's just very, very chill. Like, you know, dark wood and light walls. And there's a record player in the corner playing like, smooth jazz and this old guy old I mean like 50s maybe um behind the counter and he comes in and the kid says like I'm just me there's a table for four do you mind if I take up a whole table and he's like nah go for it dude and he's like is there like a time limit do I have to buy a minimum amount to like sit at the table all day studying and the guy's like nah just you want a coffee and he's like yeah I want a coffee and he's like okay cool and he brings him the coffee and the kid's like just he's depressed or whatever and he's just sitting there like with his head on the table not paying attention and then the guy he doesn't even touch his coffee and the guy brings him another cup of coffee and a croissant and sets it down and 
And he's like, I didn't, no, I didn't order this. I can't. And he's like, the croissant is from a regular who loves to bake and she just brought it in. We don't even sell them here. So don't feel burdened by that. And also your coffee is cold. So like, have a warm one. You paid for a hot coffee, drink a hot coffee. And he's like, I, okay. And so then he drinks this coffee and just drinking the coffee and looking around the room at the people who are there having conversations and talking and listening to the music and everything. And his life has just changed. And that day when they close up shop, he, the guy's leaving with his wife and this kid is sitting outside and he's like, mentor me, senpai. I want to be a, like, I want to be a barista. I've decided this is my life goal. You changed my life in there with that <laughs> cup of hot coffee. So That's he cute. just like the first episode, first couple episodes, it's just him just hounding this guy constantly. I want to be a barista. Do you know how to be a barista? Sure, sure. I can figure it out. And he's like, yeah, you know, like how hard could it be? It's a coffee machine. Like whatever. And he's like, I don't need you. And his wife is just like, baby, like just, just humor the kid. Like, so he does eventually hire him and, and then takes his wife out for lunch. And she's like, isn't this nice? We've been out together in the middle of the day. Like, for a decade isn't it nice to be together and he, in the daylight and he's like i guess <laughs> she's, I so it's just cute there's lots of um like lots of actors and actresses who have kind of guest roles like as customers coming into the shop and and a lot of people that you'll be like oh it's that person and it's this you know and and just the kid learning life lessons like you know trying until you figure it out and not giving up just because you can't do it the first time and and you know and the boss is just so chill and so like okay it's like, a vibe it's a vibe it's, it's, it's very yeah it's very easy watching it's it's like easy listening but for your eyeballs so and uh Bite Sisters. I started watching Bite Sisters, which is about three. I don't know if they're actually sisters, but they're vampires and they hang out together and they've been hanging out together for like centuries. So they call each other sister and they run a clothing shop and it flips a little back and forth between. As like, vampires do, those vampires yeah. running clothing <laughs> exactly. shops. Like, so obviously, there's it starts out in like. Japan occupied like 20s kind of Korea um uh, where like Japanese soldiers are being dicks to young schoolgirls, and she takes care of that being a vampire she makes that stop um and then it flips to now and she becomes sort of famous on Instagram and then through that starts helping young girls and to be better versions of themselves to have better lives to whatever um and then around episode three they introduce this like stalker dude and you're like what's this about he's obsessed with her because he met her when he was a child and he knows that she has not changed at all Yikes. but also <laughs> 
he is apparently her reincarnated lover from oh, the course, Japanese uh, occupation time. Of course, of course, of course. So, of course. Of course. He, like, he comes in for a job and her older sister's like, hang on. <laughs> she's like, you want to work here? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, so that means you're going to like stop hanging out on the street corners, like taking pictures of us and pretending that you're not. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and she's like, okay, you're hired. Come back to work tomorrow. And he's like, uh, okay. And then, and then she's like, she turns around to the youngest sister and she's like, oh my God, she's going to die when she comes to work tomorrow. It's going to be great. <laughs> So, and it's, yeah, the next step, like, it's, you know, just like sisters staring at each other going, why am I staring at you? To be honest, the connotation that if they weren't vampires, this would be the worst thing that this person could ever do to someone. Be like, remember that guy who sits outside of our shop and stalks you? I hired him. (laughs) Like, we are no longer friends is the (laughs) the response that outside of a vampiric context this would take. Because they kind of have been like, they're like, the two sisters are like, reincarnation. Like, that's not no, like we've been alive for like 300 years and we've never met a reincarnated person like it's not a real thing but like that is definitely that dude that she used to be in love with so like I don't know what's going on here but we need to know more so and so do I but the next episode has no subs yet so say it's on YouTube not Vicky but you know both both um, of those web series it's like one of them's on Vicky and one on one's on YouTube and I had to stop because the final episode that was out had no subs. And I was like, eh, what fine. series? It's usually better to wait. So yeah, that's them. true. Especially because they're shorter. So so the Bite Sisters one, you had mentioned that it's on the same channel as that like Handmaid Taylor or whatever. Yeah, show that was. yeah it's that you, Put Your Handsome, I think, is the name of the channel. Do you think that it is somehow funded by like a clothing shop or something in order that's for these to I'm both be clothing themed? Yeah, like a clothing brand. Yeah. Or and they're both also like helping improve people's lives. Like it just yeah. interesting There's a lot themes. of beauty companies that do that because uh Song Ji Ho from like Running Man and stuff, she's in a ton of web dramas like that. And it's all like beauty mm-hmm. magazines or beauty supply. And, I mean stuff. neither one of them was real obvious to me as far as like doing like labels or anything like mm-hmm. you know how usually when you watch one of those web series that is an advertisement you can tell right because mm-hmm. like every episode you see the like this brand wow it's so expensive or whatever you know and you're like not really ha 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 whatever like the clothing in the shop is all very clearly themed like color wise and stuff mm-hmm. it all goes together it's all a very clear style but I've never seen anything that, you know, unless Bite Sisters is an actual brand in Korea that, you know, I just don't know about, but mm-hmm. which maybe it is, but because uh, that's the name of their shop is like Bite Sisters. Um, but yeah, like it, it's got it. There's got to be something there because also the channel is called Put Your Handsome On or something like that. Right. Like so, there, it has to be a type of beauty brand or something or a yeah. fashion brand. So I don't know, but because why else would they, you know, pick that theme ongoing? Also, all like so far, it's all supernatural themed as well, mm-hmm. right? Like they haven't done just it's not just cutesy rom com stuff or whatever. It's like one is like 
you know, the eternal Taylor dude. And this one's about vampires. It's so, but I dig it. It's, it's very much like the other one. Um, good acting, well-made, pretty scenery. Like, I mean, all the, the stuff from like the twenties, like that can't have been cheap to be putting mm-hmm. together. Cause they got, they got like the cars and the, you know, that sort of weird mix of like cars and buggies going by on the street and stuff like mm-hmm. not, not stuff that you do without a budget. So, right. But yeah, and they're casting too. It seems. Yeah. The guy in it, he looks familiar to me, but I didn't look him up, but he like, I've, I'm sure I've seen him in some stuff before. Mm-hmm. He's got that face that you're like, mm, okay. And I mean, yeah, the girls are, it's not, it's not nobody's in this mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. So, so it's me now. And I took the time to make a list and put it in alphabetical order of the <laughs> stuff I am watching. Wow. Uh, it was actually accidental. I looked at it after and I was like, all but one of these are in alphabetical order. So I was like, well, now I got to switch. Okay, so there's a new Thai series. It just started last week that I started watching. Um, and with many Thai series, it has a really dumb name, but it is what it is at this point. Uh, it's called Bad Buddy, the series. And it's kind of like comedic Romeo and Juliet with definitely no suicide plot. Like, that's not going to be a thing. That's not the GMMTV vibe. (laughs) Um, It's basically about these two guys who are the same age, whose parents hate each other, and they live across the street from each other. And they go to the same university, and they're two, like, department cliques are always, like, fighting each other. And, but... They don't actually, like, really, they, like, pretend to hate each other, but you can tell they don't (laughs) really hate each other as much as, like, their families hate each other. Um, So it's only, it's only, like, one episode out so far. It was really cute. Um, So I think that's going to be pretty fun as it continues in the same vein that most GMMTV shows are kind of just silly fun. Like, they're usually pretty easy yeah they're they're rom-coms they're just gay rom-coms that's like the gmmtv vibe do do the university clubs like snap when they meet each other like you would you would imagine but no they usually just come out like punching each other in the face for some fucking reason like it's not really it's not really made clear why Yeah, like, why I bite my thumb at E. Yeah, it's not really made clear, like, why architecture students and engineering students hate each other. I was about to ask if there was an engineering student. Oh, oh, oh listen, listen, this is, this is a GMMTV college-age gay romance. Of course there's an engineering student. Are you kidding me? It's like, it's a meme at this point. If there wasn't, I'd be surprised. They would both be taking the same classes, though. Yeah, I, exactly. That's kind of the joke that's being made here, that it's just like, there's no point to this. And, he, and they're both, like, really divergent personalities, so, like, one's just kind of like like a slob and like you know he's like you know does the sniff test before he puts shirts on the other one's like carefully lining up like his desk and like you know pressed like so it's like kind of the opposites attract like our families Mm -hmm. hate each other but it's all stupid and we're gonna secretly become friends and then love us like you know like it's 
it's your stand like I, that's not I even spoiling you. anything like you watch the first episode you know where the last episode's going like it's <laughs> it's that kind of show um so that's on youtube free to watch it gets it comes out on fridays uh it just started so enjoy if that's your thing i've also been watching this i think out of this list is like my favorite one so i'm 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 being bold right now i've been watching dolly and the cocky prince and mm -hmm. i don't know why i started watching this i think i just sort of like randomly picked it and it is so good it is so sweet and like just there's a lot going on in this show like at first you think you're just getting like oh this sweet like mistaken identity like meet cute like she's she's an art history student who's like from like a rich family whose dad owns like a big gallery and she thinks he's this like artist guy but he's really just a dude who has the same name as this art connoisseur but he like his family runs like a pork soup chain so he's like in the same place that she is to like go look at pigs but like there's like a mix-up at the anyway and then they you know they fall in love and then this all happens in the first episode so i'm really not spoiling too much um her father dies so she has to go back to korea and everything like falls apart in her like and then he finds out that like his stepbrother had convinced him to invest in this gallery which is now going bankrupt so he like shows up at this gallery to be like give me my two million dollars back like because you know he doesn't really get how the art world <laughs> works and then sees her and is like oh shit <laughs> it's you <laughs> like oh no and then like becomes like an investor at the gallery to like so he like shows up to all like the staff meetings to try to like keep the gal and it's just it's so good. Like, I'm not even describing this well. It makes me feel things. Like, and mm -hmm. I don't feel things while watching TV that much. And this one, I'm just like, I love these little beans. Like, and she's just like sweet and quiet and never complains when bad things happen to her. And he's just like loud and is just like, if something bad happens to you, you should fucking yell about it. Like, God, like, <laughs> and, she's, and she's like, I'm really sorry to have like bothered you with all of my like life shattering problems that I know you don't really want to be involved in. He's like, I want to be involved in them. Please let me be involved in them. This is like my shit. Anyway, it's really good. It's got like, you know, business politics. It's got like a cop plot line. A maybe a murder. We don't know. It could have been. We don't know. There's like this other dude that like they were gonna hurt like him and he's like this big CEO dude and he and her were supposed to get married, but she she he dumped her like a week before their wedding and never told her why. Then like like now he wants her back but it's like why did he dump her in the first place it's got everything it's the 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 casting is chef's kiss it's a it's the sweetest main couple you'll ever see it's a bit of a slow burn but like a slow burn where it's not like will they or won't they you're like okay they will but what's gonna what's gonna slow down the progress this week like <laughs> but like it's just it's really good i loved it it's still going on like I think uh, there's like one more week after this week uh, so the week that this comes out will be the last week of the show it's on Cocoa it's also on Viki if you have like the Cocoa plus plus pass situation I think it's fantastic um I finished don't say no 
what a horny little show that's all i have to say about that like it's actually a really cute little show um but it's incredibly horny so if uh it doesn't you like do really instill a good thought when it's don't say no yeah i know yeah. The, the title is really not indicative of what you're getting like because it's actually they're very enthusiastically saying yes for most of the show <laughs> um, but it's like it's sort of it's like it's really cheesy and it's just like really sweet and like it's the type of show where it's like a really horrible problem occurs but you manage to like fix it within an episode or two so you're like i feel like this would have taken a little longer than like <laughs> two days to like fix a lifetime of yeah, wasn't that convenient? Parental neglect, <laughs> like, you know, and you're just like, but whatever, because the like two main couples, they're so adorable that you're just like, fine, and they're adorable and they're horny, and you're just like, this is too horny for me, but they're so cute that you're like, fine, like, I'll just fast forward through the horny, because like, there's a lot of horny. But it is really <laughs> cute, but it is definitely like, it's one of those shows that with when Aviki eventually picks it up and it's rated NC-17, I'll be like, you know what? Fair. <laughs> Fair, okay? I've also started watching a Japanese show called Kaida Hatsukoi, which is really adorable. I think I talked about it on our live stream that we just had, that it's about a guy who accidentally confesses to another guy, even though he didn't mean to, and he's not mm -hmm. actually in love with him, but like, the more they spend time together, the more they realize they're very compatible. So it's really cute. Um, I don't know where you can watch it. <laughs> it might be somewhere. Uh, I'm not gonna put down any claims on that. Also, Don't Say lazy. No is on Line TV. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't Say No is on Line TV. So I'm on, uh, is it on iChi or WeTV? I think it's on iChi. I just need to double check before I give out poor information. No, it's on WeTV. It's definitely on WeTV. Yes. On WeTV, I am watching a C-drama called Once We Get Married. It is the most tropey, like predictable little show, but for some reason it's really cute and sweet and really has captured my attention. Mind you, I love contract marriage. <laughs> stuff because it's like the one rule in this contract marriage is we're not gonna fall in love and you're like oh there it is we did it um so it's, it's your it's just it's your standard like business reasons contract marriage nonsense um but there's <laughs> it did something that every once in a while i love when you take like a typical trope and then they sort of spin it on its head and there's like a second like a you know a side character who's like dating a woman who works at his job and he's from like a rich family and um his mom finds out that he's dating this like woman who works for the company and so then calls the woman out right and so you think like you know because the trope would be the mother's like i'm gonna pay you to like stop seeing my son like you know and she sits down so this you know this girl's all like concerned and the mother's like how much and she's like what she's like how much to marry my son he's such a loser please <laughs> you're so cool please marry my son you're so much better than him i'll do anything i'll be the best mother-in-law i actually howled laughing when it happened i was like no 
<laughs> no, because like he is a loser. Like that's kind of like she's so much better than him. All he has is money. He's a dumbass. So it sort of it makes it you know it's a fun little show. It's you know it's about a guy who owns like a online shopping mall company, like an Amazon type situation, and he's forced into a you know contract relationship with like a clothes designer because he's like. I'm sorry. Matthew just texted me. They just popped up on the corner of my screen with the line from Venom because he heard me yell about being a loser. On my home planet, I'm kind of a loser. Thank you, honey. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, he wants to like get this wedding dress designer to like come like sell him one of his imprints, but the wedding dress designer's kind of like a romantic and thinks he's a bit disingenuous. So he's like, no, I got, look, I'm in love with this woman that you like, this hip designer lady, like, and the girl's like, I don't, we're not friends. I don't know you. <laughs> like, uh, so it's really cute. Uh, that's on WeTV. Um, I've also finally been finishing. It's every once in a while I'll start a show and I'll mean to finish it. And then I'll just forget. Mm-hmm. My brain forgets the show exists until Netflix like puts it up and be like, recommended for you. Like, maybe you want to finish this. So I've been finishing <laughs> School Nurse Files. I really enjoyed the show. Like, just my Me brain too. just forgot it existed. Like, yeah. Um, so I, I got, need like, to finish it. Too. <laughs> yeah, I've got like an episode left on that. That's it's wild fun. Um, it's about a school nurse who sees little demon jellies and uses a cute little sword to to kill them and they do weird it's... things at the school that she works with and there's a yeah that's, that's basically all i can say about the show like yeah um wild so i've also i've almost done it i've been watching the show i don't know why i'm still watching it it's not good okay i'm prefacing this by saying this is not a good show um it's well filmed but it's very stupid uh why destiny which is like uh what's the word i'm looking for uh like a show that has like a lot of like an anthology that's not like an anthology but it's like a has like a lot of characters Mm. that like so like it'll follow like two characters for two episodes and then two characters for the next two episodes um, this is basically the school has a way higher percentage of gay college students than you would ever imagine. Like, are they um, all engineers? No, nah, no, nah, they do all sorts of stuff. Like, oh, they're no, all they're over architects. the place. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got your theater kids, you got your engineers, you got your like English students, like, you got everything. Uh, one guy who can like see ghosts, uh, anyway, it's not good. Like, the couples are cute. The ghosts, the ghosts didn't even like make it better. No, and like one of the one of the guys is a ghost. Like he's in love with a ghost. Like listen, I got. There's a lot going on in the show, okay? And it's basically they took like every it boy actor from like 2020 and just like made them make a show together, and it's it's a mess. It is a mess. I don't know. It's like, I'm at this point, I'm just like watching it because I'm just, I'm just watching it. That's just what's happening. Do not recommend. It's very dumb. Like, but if you like, listen, if you like it, you like it. Like, I just think it's very stupid, but clearly I'm still watching it. So there's something there, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
definitely not as horny as don't say no but pretty horny so keep that in mind uh if you are anti-horny this will send you to jail uh next i've started watching this japanese drama um you know somewhere on the internet we're not gonna go too deeply into it there's only two episodes out so far and, and i'm kind of obsessed with it i'm just like every day i check back to see if episode three has been uploaded and that's yankee and the white cane girl which i think i mentioned on our live stream Mm-hmm. as well um which is about a uh a blind girl who like she's like she's legally blind but she can see like some vague shapes and colors and while walking to school one day um they're they, you know that they have like the braille blocks on the sidewalk so that blind people know where the streets work so she's walking along and there's some like you know local hoodlums like sitting on the braille blocks and she asks them to move and they're like what the fuck is your problem just walk around us and she's like no like this is this is for blind people and so she ends up accidentally like kicking one of them in the nuts which then starts up a fun relationship between the two of them <laughs> you know she, like, that's just that's just how relationships like, it, it, start it, it, it's, it's a little more organic than that because then like they're like lady you should be scared of this guy like i know you can't see but he has like a scar on his face so she like misinterprets this and thinks that she like caused him to bleed so she's like on the ground like you know patting his face like oh no like where where are you bleeding i didn't think i hit you that hard like i'm so sorry and he's like oh my god she's the most beautiful ethereal being i've ever seen in my life so then you know he then becomes kind of like obsessed with her but not in the way that's like gross but just sort of like he he comes to realize that everything in the world is very inconvenient for blind people and people with disabilities and people just ignore all of these things that exist for accessibility so for example he gets in trouble because all of these people had parked their bikes over the braille blocks and then he started moving all of the bikes so that you know the path was clear and then since he's sort of like a thug looking dude everyone thought he was stealing the bikes so a guy started beating him up for like stealing his bike and like the cops were called and everything so her sister then witnesses this and is like oh he's a bad dude he's a bad like (laughs) "Mm -mm, this this dude's bad but like really he's just like a nice idiot who and he's just he's very stupid but he tries and so you got to sort of you appreciate him like so in, in another scene they like go to the movies and he's like why do you go to the movies and she says then she tells him all about audio guards and there's like another part of the show where there's this blind japanese comedian who's an actual japanese comedian who will just like come out and like explain accessibility like as sort of like a breaking the fourth wall be like i bet you're wondering what this is about but here let me explain like how audio guides for movies work and so then she's like oh i love zombie movies but like i love this one particular series but like you know the first one doesn't have an audio guide so i've never been able to you know watch it so then he like invites her over to like his friend's cafe where he like he plays the movie and he's like i'm gonna like audio guide like i'm gonna narrate the audio guide for you but he's like terrified of zombie movies so he's like <laughs> oh god it's so fun <laughs> <laughs> And it's so sweet. Like, it's such a good show. Um, cannot wait. 
I, I no. feel like this guy and the guy from The Way of the House Husband would be like They're best very, friends. Very much the same vibe, like very <laughs> earnest, very like misunderstood, just trying to do the right thing. But like <laughs> they would team up and like do things together. <laughs> yeah. And so he's just so he becomes like obsessed with learning about like accessibility to try to like make her her life and ostensibly everyone else with disabilities lives easier so it's very sweet um that's you know somewhere on the high seas if you're looking for it L let's hope that that one gets legal at some point because i think yeah, that because would it, be awesome. it is it is like a really good vibe like this show is just really sweet and like you, you learn a lot about like accessibility problems which i think is you know an important thing that people overlook often um and because you know like without them like you know a large you know a person it's not a large percentage, but a large group of people are stuck in their homes, mm -hmm. you know? And it's so it's, you know, cute because it'll go like her father's sort of this absent-minded, like, photographer dude. So she'll be like, you know, it's she's like, did you know that shampoo and conditioner bottles are shaped differently so that blind people can tell the difference? Like, because, you know, maybe she, like the shampoo has like these dots on the side and the conditioner doesn't so that I know which one's which. But sometimes <laughs> it'll be like, dad, you put the conditioner in the wrong bottle again. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was my bad. Do -do -do -do. It's like, it's just really cute. Back to, this is my, this is my final one, I swear. Uh, back to Cocoa. I have been watching a Weekender and I'm a little obsessed Me with too, it. Me too, yeah, I saved it same, for you. It's the, same, it's the same one. I'm like a little obsessed with it. Um, it's called Young Lady and Gentleman. And it's like your most standard of standard Weekenders, but there's something really like nice about it. Um, so we were also talking about this on the live stream. It's basically about this girl who goes to be a nanny at this guy who's uh, this widow's uh this widower's house to take care of his three kids and he's like 15 years or something older than her but there's like there's a spark there and we were joking on the podcast about how they had this random scene of like them meeting when she was a kid and he was like in his 20s and how weird it was that it wasn't really related well they actually brought it back but it wasn't weird i was actually really impressed where they were like out at dinner and he's like yeah you know you remind me of like you know this this girl who did this and she's like wait a second yeah were were you that guy and they're like oh, i can't believe we met after all this time like oh, that's so funny like oh time in a small world and i was like they actually brought it back in a non-creepy way like nice the show is killing it the show is killing it. anyway it's got it's got everything you expect from a weekender it's got um he has a crazy stepmom who like is hater i love the like the ajamas like there's like three moms in this essentially yeah. mom slash older sisters and they're like they're living it up i mean at the point i'm i'm a few episodes behind but they're basically like living it up golden girl style but they're all yeah. kind of like frenemies so it's yeah they all like all kind of hate each other but they all work together at the same time yeah. um and then there's so there's like the main couple and then her stepbrother and his half sister are also have a thing but they all think not the, the stepbrother step with his half sister the stepbrother with the the other guy's half sister okay so it's the main woman's stepbrother is dating the main guy's 
half-sister but the half-sister is seven years older than the stepbrother and they're from like a rich family so her mom who's like the evil the evil mother of the show because you know every show's gotta have one gotta have an evil an evil mom otherwise what are we doing here is the weekender no evil mom what are we doing here um is like he's just using you for your money meanwhile he didn't know she had money like he didn't know she came from like a rich family he just thought she was like a cool older woman who like liked buying him she was just a hot chick he banged one night yeah and then was like and they like had a connection like so like it's anyway that's like a whole hot mess um the show is a delight uh I always make these shows sound less good than they are, but I swear well, this one... it's kind of... It's, like, Parasite meets Sound of Music, but not actually Parasite. It's, like, yeah. they think accidental it's parasite, parasite, but it's not Parasite. Where, like, everyone starts working for this guy's family in, or gets connected Ind- individually, and then are like, oh, crap. And then the family, the rich family being, like, is paranoid because they've all seen Parasite, so now they assume all poor people are trying to, like, hoodwink them or whatever. So they're like, ah, they're horrible human yeah. beings for getting jobs. And you're like... What, what, I, what I really like about know? this is that the the main guy, like, the, the, the man, the widower, is very self-aware that he, like, is kind of has a thing for this younger woman, but he's like, no, no, no. No, I can't. I can't like she's 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 like 23 like no this no okay I'm I'm just gonna be real nice to her um and then she's like dude <laughs> I think we got a connection <laughs> what do you think huh hmm? <laughs> and then he's like oh god why but it's uh, <laughs> it's really cute um in non-Asian I am actually watching one non-Asian show is it it's on Dis- huh <laughs> it's legal it's legal it's on Disney Plus, and it's called uh, Motherland Fort Salem, and this show is fucking wild. So, um, for the U.S., it's over on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. It's it's like an alternative history where uh, witches have become integral to the military power in society to the point where. Um, they basically are the military and um, like their forced conscription of all witches to like join the military, except for like certain dispensations. And it follows like these three uh, women who are, you know, forced to join the witch army um, to like fight this terrorist organization. Um, it's wild. It is a wild show. So because like witches have become like integral, like society is like matrilineal. Like it's it's a it's a wild show. I, I I'm really enjoying it. I'm only on season one. Um, they're not very long seasons, but uh, it's really well made. Um, cool. It's it's a really cool show. I say it, it's on Disney Plus in Canada. It is not a Disney. <laughs> vibe let us say that uh it was originally on freeform which is like owned by disney (laughs) yeah um there's you know there's a lot of swearing there's you know sex there's violence so it's not you know it's on disney plus but it's not on disney plus you know we're not talking like xenon warrior witch princess no 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 it's like they they be murdering each other up in here uh yeah, uh, it's 
it's really cool. I'm still waiting to see like where the show goes in the terms of um, it seems pretty self-aware that the military is a fascist organization. So I think it's really trying to be like an anti-military show, but it hasn't quite figured out that it's an anti-military show yet. So we'll see. Uh, I'm just waiting for it to go like, because it's gone pretty fascist. Like, we'll see. We'll see. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, basically, that's everything I've been watching. Uh, what about you, Jesse? Oh, I've been watching some things in finished... I watched a couple of uh, dramas over the month that I hadn't talked about. Uh, the first one is a Thai drama called A Gift to the People You Hate. Um, I think it's 2019. So fairly, fairly recent. Um, and it's like a, it's more of a thriller. It's labeled as a horror. I don't really think it's a horror. It's more of a thriller. Um, and it's about this kind of like magical random shop that people can go into and if they are having issues with anybody they can get presents that could harm those people in a variety of ways and they're all like numbered so they have kind of like the lower numbers are like less destructive than the higher numbers which could kill people and stuff like that that's cool um and it, the the guy who runs it or the person who runs it or whatever like you don't know who he is he has like a just like a burlap bag over his head and you're just like kind of wondering what's going on it seems supernatural but it's not actually supernatural so he kind of like targets like essentially uh teenagers and they start to like give each each other these gifts and it's bad because it's teenagers acting out and right Hmm. some of the gifts could be poisonous to other people because they're allergic to whatever it is instead of Mm. it just being an inconvenience it was pretty good it's like a high rated drama so I think a lot of people like it um I thought the first third was really interesting and then they took the show in a direction and I just didn't feel that the direction was the right direction Mm. and it kind of Mm. became eh and then it started like not really like leaning into the thriller anymore even though it was trying to there's a lot of people I'm pretty sure that like everybody knows one of the guys I think it's the brother of the main female is a guy who's been in all the you prince series ah all of those and the what is that one? There was another one that like you guys used to talk about all the time. No, like it was green. Oh, it, but if it's somebody from you, Prince it's probably somebody older than that. Is it Obe? Obe's in a lot of stuff. I don't remember uh, his like anyway real name. Yeah. Like, so it's like he, he was listed as like almost like every new <laughs> Prince. One of the main girls is actually in this um, drama that's on or used to be on Netflix. It's a horror drama called 13 Terrors. It's definitely like made for kids, not for kids, but like for teenagers, even though it branches out to like stories with the, like the, the guardians and the cops and everything. That part is not actually like high school geared because they like start to like really focus on them and then not focus on the high school kids anymore. But um, it, it is on all of the like list I've seen so like a lot of people like it so you might like it if you're looking for some sort of thriller 
I mean, it's I on it's, um, they're the the YouTube. It's the, I think it's Mex that that you're mentioning because I'm just looking through the list of people and I'm like, oh, it's Mech. and maybe Mech uh, and I, Fiat, but yeah, Mech Mech's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. in all the U princes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So then I ended up watching the K-drama search. I didn't watch it when it was airing, mostly because people spoiled it for me. (laughs) So I was very bummed about it. It's like set at a military camp and I don't want to spoil it for people, but it's it's like a horror. It's an OCN and there's like this monster or at least looks like this monster that they keep on encountering. And so the whole drama is about them trying to figure out what it is and also kind of help the the town because they're right on the the line and so there's like citizens that are living in the area too that Mm. are potentially being attacked by this thing it does have dog deaths in it just to let you know this is an fyi because like the main male lead he's a handler he's a dog handler um but they don't really go into like any graphicness of that but i really liked it It has crystal from fx in Mm -hmm. it pretty much the entire cast you know they're just in their military garb and you're like oh okay it's you (laughs) (laughs) ah yes (laughs) (laughs) um i ended up watching two indian dramas that are on netflix right now they are both netflix like originals so Hmm. they should be available for every single person um one it's called Bital and the other is Ghoul. They're both fairly short. Bital is like four episodes. Ghoul is three episodes. I figured I would talk a little bit about them just because I we don't talk about like Indian shows because mm. we don't really like watch a lot of them. But if you're into horror, I think you would really like at least enjoy them and they're short. So it's like, even if you didn't mm. like love it, nice. I think they're good. So Bital is kind of like, it's zombies, but it's a little bit different. It's essentially a contractor wants to do something like renovate or something. And they have to, they want to open this tunnel um, that's sealed. And the group of people who are living in the area don't want him, don't want him to open it because there's an evil spirit in it. And they're like, I mean, as soon as you said there's a tunnel that's sealed, I was like, oh, yeah, things are are usually sealed for a reason. Just putting this out there. Um, So like they, (laughs) they, they literally bribe the like military to come to open up the thing, even though like everybody's like, yeah, no, don't do this. And so it's got like, kind of like a good, like, um, like, the town and their spiritualism fighting against this kind of modern mm-hmm. mega, mm-hmm. you know, multi-million billion dollar person, you know, that type of thing. And then things happen. Uh, it gets kind of corny towards the end of the season. So I didn't really like it like that much, but if you're looking for a zombie drama, that it's a good one. And it's kind of a different take on zombies. Um, and then ghoul is kind of in this like dystopian world where um this girl she's i can't remember what her position was in like the government she ends up being stationed at this like maximum maximum security prison and they intake this prisoner and things go go crazy and it's really good i enjoyed it so those two if you're looking for some new horror 
dramas or a little special series or whatever they call them on Netflix. Check them out. Um, and then I'm like watching a bunch of stuff that's like airing, like <laughs> a ton of stuff. And there's that's still not more. typical of you. Right? I know yeah. it's really weird. Okay. So first I'm watching Japan sinks people of hope, which is uh, currently airing on Netflix. And it is a show that I don't really like that much, but I don't hate it. And by mm-hmm. God, I am going to be there and watch every episode that airs. <laughs> So that somehow, some way, Netflix takes my analytics and makes it known that I want these airing J-dramas. There is a anime, and I'm sure a manga, with attached to it. And the anime is currently on Netflix right now. And it's been mm-hmm. on Netflix, I think, past year or so. Um, but it's essentially about this um, researcher on, like, earthquakes and stuff. He has um, developed some kind of, like, tests or, like figures out some things and when he's running his tests he realizes that japan is probably going to be hit by a catastrophic earthquake that's going to like literally like sink most of the japan and so the drama really kind of focuses at least now there are only three episodes out it focuses on him trying to get the government to hear him and like it's kind of like more about like that kind of side where it's like the government trying like trying to get them to like understand that they need they need to do something but like he's mm. like you know he's the only one who's like thinks it but in the like what if they it doesn't end up happening and they've spent billions of dollars to you know get people or like you know evacuate people so <sighs> it's got a lot of that it's good but also kind of goes into like oh this is kind of boring now because you're all talking about like <laughs> scientific and government stuff um but but, it's, but what I'm hearing is that you want us to watch it so then our votes are in for um, getting yeah, more Japanese like entertainment maybe you know give it a thumbs up yeah Please. that would be really great um it does star um Oguri uh Shun I, I'm butchering his name uh he has been in a thousand things i know him as the lead in rich man poor man or poor mm-hmm. woman but literally i think he's been in over a hundred things and he's like kim won hey of japan yeah except for the fact <laughs> he is literally only two years older than me so he's done all this before Damn. he's 40 <laughs> like, okay. like Dude. I, i'm pretty sure calm down like, buddy it's like over 50 movies just alone like it's it's ridiculous he's been in everything so you know who he is so he's a huge name so it's there i it's airing this is like big <laughs> so give it a thumbs up yeah go watch <laughs> yeah, just, the trailer just at least. check it maybe <laughs> like if you ever see netflix like talk about it give that tweet a like or something i don't know no <laughs> Another J drama that I'm watching is called Super Rich. Uh, it stars the two kids from Cherry Magic and a yeah. bunch of other people because it's a workplace drama. Um, and it kind of has like almost the same plot as your rational life or whatever. Well, oh, yeah. Life, yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's about a woman who's fairly rich. The, the title is not like it, it doesn't really work with this show. But she's mm-hmm. rich mostly because her parents were rich and they also died when she was like 
10 or something. And she starts a company. It's an ebook company. And she starts it with a guy. And the drama starts off with him running off with the money of the company. (laughs) And so like they had just like got a group of like interns in the company. And she's very big on kind of like nurturing like people and like get like growing them because she had help too from other people since her you know her parents died she was kind of leaning on other people because she didn't have that kind of like support and so the whole drama is kind of like just about them like trying to pick up the pieces after this devastating Mm -hmm. thing and all their people have pulled out their money and investments and stuff because this guy because he you know gets in trouble with you know, bad people. And so it becomes a, a news thing. The youngest of the two is kind of like the, the male lead in it, who is kind of pining after the female lead. And it's like a very much a, like a Nuna romance type thing. Cause she's like much older than him. Um, and oh. then the other guy is a, he's been working for the company since basically they started. So he kind of like has a lot of loyalty to her and it's kind of like not okay with him, the other guy, like <laughs> getting as close to her as he is, mostly uh-huh. because like he's like, no, I was always the one that was taking you around in the car, and we did all this stuff together. It's mm. really cute. It's it's mostly it about fun. the the workplace. Mm. Like it it's gonna it's a workplace J drama. It will not really do much with the the love like story. So there's. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly about them just like picking up the pieces and learning that like to do things again and learning to do it together, essentially. Yeah, I think Um, that sounds charming though. But I did see that Vicky is picking it up and it might be actually out by the time this episode comes out. I don't know. We'll see. I watched the third episode of Jury-san because that's all that I can watch on IQ. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, none of us mentioned it, but like, I forgot, I forgot. I watched both of week, the new ones. We were all watching. That, I can only, so. I can only like cut me off. It's, you know, three and then it's locked. <laughs> so I only watched the, the third episode. It's, you know, going, it going in places. It is, it is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's doing what it's doing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Vicky says Super Rich is up. Let me see. It says okay. episode one is up. I don't okay. know if it's subbed or not, but Dr. Brain premiered yesterday and I watched it and it's fantastic. I love oh, it good, so good. much. I hate that it's like weekly. I hate it, especially because like so many like places that I had like looked at before yesterday had said they were dropping all the episodes on that day, but they lied. Oh, uh, I can't. So you you were ready for a binge. I was, and I'm still ready for a binge. Uh, like, please, please it, let me binge. It's hard. It's so hard. I like, I finished the episode last night. I was like, no, I don't know. And I'm not going to tell you really anything about it because uh, lots of things happened that I was not expecting. And it mm. just made it so much more enjoyable. Once you watch it, you'll be like, Yes, this is a Jesse drama for sure. You'll yeah. understand what the synopsis was that I got going in really kind of wasn't what like I planned, but I will say that like it's really well done. A lot of money was put into it. It feels like a movie, like quality and sci-fi thriller. It's just so good. 
um it starts the guy from you know coffee prince and mm-hmm. my, my yeah 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 he, and he's so good anyways like mm-hmm. uh i just you love it so much and i if you are like on the fence about watching it please do it's only six episodes so i would hold off I feel like you might be able to watch the first episode now, like free. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's something you can do without a subscription to Apple mm. TV plus, but maybe wait until the six episodes are up and then like do a freebie. Yeah. You know, yeah. Freebie thing. And then just binge it. But um, I also watched the first two episodes of um, Chimera. It's a mm-hmm. crime thriller um, with uh, the guy from a uh, squid game and prison playbook um pocky oh, Sue. yeah yeah and uh claudia kim i don't know that her cool. korean name i only know her as claudia kim um but essentially it's like a there was a a crime that happened a bombing that happened in the past and there's a bombing that happens in the you know present day and it's hmm. looking like it's it's related so if you're like into like lots of bombings, it's just, <laughs> if it's you're really the, into bombings, uh, this is gonna I mean, be the one for you. It's just if you like watch crime thrillers, you'll know that like that's not a thing in Korea. Like bombing is not a thing. It's a, but it's a very like used trope in mm-hmm. Western crime stuff. But I'm enjoying it. I also decided to check out the first two episodes of Hometown because he's not getting money from me while I'll watch this. So I guess it just, you know, yeah. Hey, worked out. It's too early in the series to know mm-hmm. how it's going to go. It's got a lot of like twists and turns and you know, every episode is going to drop more clues, but it's about uh, another one of those, like the crime happened in the past and they're like collecting stuff in the future. And all the uh, information that they have is they have this tape with a little bit of a clip of the killer on it. He, he had like set off a like a smoke bomb or something a poison gas bomb in like a bus or train station and killed like hundreds of people and that's his big thing and so they're still trying to catch him and then finally asian crush has become my new favorite thing in the entire world because they picked up my favorite j drama the reason i can't find my love which was on drama oh. fever and they picked it up and they kept all of drama fever's subs because it literally says Ayo. sub by drama fever yeah. <laughs> um, you love to see it you love to up. see and it and if you ever like heard me talk about it because i know i like mentioned mm-hmm. it thousands of times and i was like i'm sorry you can't get it now you can now you can watch it i am almost done with my rewatch i just i had to stop myself from like just watching it all in one sitting I just love it so much. It's like so good. And it's still so good this to rewatch. And I never wa- rewatch stuff. So this is a huge thing. I just, I just love it. It's about a group of girls and just trying to live life. And yay, oh, That's, you know, I just we love, love a group of girls. So good. So please watch that piece. Yeah, that's it. Lots of new stuff though. Well, yay. That has been uh, What We Are Watching, November edition. Uh, what have you guys been watching? Please reach out to us on our Twitter or our Discord. Hook us, come hook up with us. Not hook up with us. That's the wrong <laughs> sentence. <laughs> no, 
come uh, like vibe with us Hang on. over there on discord <laughs> we have some good times and also you know we just love talking to you talking to y'all so those are the places to hit us up uh tell us what you're uh you know watching uh if you want to have links to most of the stuff we talk about, you got to go to certifiedunas.com. That's where all the episodes can be found. In addition to all of, you know, the regular streaming platforms that podcasts are streamed upon. But the links, that's if you want those sweet links and time codes, you got to go to certifiednews.com because that's where they're all at. Anyway, uh, we also have a Patreon for those who wish to support the work that this podcast does. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash certified newness to become part of the official certified found family. Uh, we love everyone over there. We have little movie nights. We have some little stuff that goes on. Uh, and we just really appreciate all of the people that, you know, love us enough to to want to help us keep going. Uh, so thanks. Thanks to all the found family. You think you're the best. Uh, mm -hmm. We're on all social media. We're always at Certified Nunas. If you want to send us an email, certifiednunas at gmail.com. That's how you reach us. Instagram and Twitter, that's where we normally are. So we hope you have a fantastic week. We hope you keep, uh, you know, washing your hands, wearing a mask, keeping safe, doing all the good, the good, good out there, and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. 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 Bye.